Jamison Williams' trainer speaks. You'll hear from him coming up next on Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How are we doing, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, Tuesday, June 27th, and a Wednesday, June 28th. We appreciate you stopping by and finding us wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to our everydayers who are out there as well that check out the show uh, each and every day right here on Locked On Lions. Got to throw a party for my day ones. Hey, what about the Locked On Lions YouTube channel? Please subscribe and watch for free. You can also find us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Come up on the show today, our friends at prideofdetroit.com. Jeremy Reisman and his crew caught up with Jamison Williams' trainer, uh, who has worked with him at the Receiver Factory uh, and has worked with a ton of other veteran wide receivers. He speaks out on JMO and what really is going on with the Lions receiver. We'll have some quotes for you and get into that coming up momentarily on the show. It was a nice job done by our friends at prideofdetroit.com. Also, training camp dates have been released by the Lions. What dates can you, the fans, go to see the team? What's it going to cost? When can you get tickets? All of that information we will have for you coming up momentarily on the show. Also, something I completely forgot about and did not do yesterday, I got to get into, and that is as far as the drafts go between the NFL and the NBA, because anybody that wants to complain about the National Football League draft, um, has no leg to stand on after watching the, the the shenanigans that took place on Thursday night with the NBA draft. We will get into that momentarily as well right here on Locked On Lions. But thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out again wherever you get your podcasts. Lions will be opening up training camp in about a month and four days. How about that? But the big news today, and I thought this was big because you know, we're in that slow period right now. There's a lot of lists going on. There's a lot of rankings going on. You know, Bill Barnwell from ESPN.com says the Lions have the number 16 ranked weapons, meaning tight ends, running backs, and wide receiver groups out of 32 teams. And, you know, the executive producer of this show, our good buddy, Nathan Litke, who's an everydayer, sent me that article. It was fine. It wasn't bad. I think anytime you have somebody like Amon Ross St. Brown on your team, you're a top 15 offense. Um, but I understand with Jamison Williams, suspension with questions about how good the tight end group's going to be running back group is brand new now with David Montgomery and a rookie in Jameer Gibbs. I can see where 16 is pretty accurate, but whatever. Um, but right now, uh, a pretty big deal and a pretty big story and what everybody's been wanting to talk about for weeks and really months here is what's going on with Jamison Williams, the lions first round pick from two years ago of course, last year came back from the torn ACL, um, didn't play a whole heck of a lot. Brad Holmes kind of indirectly called him out on a couple of occasions after the season about uh, accountability. Uh, J-Mo, of course, has been suspended for the first six games due to a, a gambling on non-NFL-related games and sports. Doing so, some reports say in the facility, some reports say at a hotel with the team, whatever it was, Jamison Williams is Start to his career with the Lions has not been off to a great start. 
All right. He's caught what? One pass, one touchdown, ran the ball a little bit, and didn't have the impact last year that I think we all expected. And now he's not going to be able to play until week seven. Well, JMO is in the news once again because prideofdetroit.com linked up with Williams's trainer, um, a guy by the name of Brandon White, a receiver developer for the receiver factory. This is somebody that works with some of the best wide receivers in the game. Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill. And uh, they met when Jamison was at Ohio State before transferring to Alabama. He was introduced to um, uh, Brandon White by Brian Hartline, who is one of the best receiver coaches in all of uh, college football, and of course, the former Ohio State wide receiver. So what's interesting is in this 20-minute interview that was done by Pride of Detroit, Brandon White has nothing but glowing things to say about Jamison Williams. And a couple of quotes that I thought was great was, number one, Brandon White talks about how J-Mo wants to learn from these other guys and even asked for uh, clips, video clips of Tyreek Hill because he wanted to study what Tyreek Hill was doing both in Kansas City and in Miami. Um, per White, Brandon White, quote, at this past event that we just had, we were sending all the players the clips of their drills. Here, check yourself out, White explained. He wanted his, but Jameson also wanted Tyreek Hills and a couple other players. He was the only player to ask for somebody else's clip. What does that tell you? Meaning that White is coming, going to bat for Jamison Williams about this notion that he doesn't want to get better. He doesn't work hard. doesn't, didn't work hard last year, etc. cetera. Uh, when asked about JMO's character, you know, there's been the Instagram uh, videos. There's been the handing out of cash in the middle of Detroit. There's been the gambling suspension. There's been the accountability stuff. It's all been out there uh, kind of against Jamison Williams. That's news to me. According to White, quote, one thing you can see, guys gravitates, gravitate towards him. Guys are always around him. Guys love him. He's quiet. He's a hard worker and just a good guy. I don't have anything bad to say about him. His character, he's a fantastic guy. I've talked to his dad personally on draft night. When he got drafted, I talked to his mom. They're good praying people, so I know they raised a good, strong, mental son. I've met some guys in my journey that were different dudes, we're working with this position here, meaning wide receivers, but anything about J-Mo and his character concerns would be news to me, end quote. That comes from Brandon White, receiver developer, uh, receiver trainer, and somebody that has worked with Jamison for years, called him the real deal and uh, kind of dispels some myths that the Lions do not have a good guy and a hard worker in their locker room. This is one man's opinion, but it's good to hear. All right. This is, it's refreshing. All right. I'll be the first to tell you that I've been on, on Jamison Williams's case a little bit. I'm disappointed in how this whole thing has started, but again, it's 22, 23 years old, getting an opportunity now in year two to mature and grow up. Hopefully he's learned from this gambling suspension, which many people feel like he should appeal, but he's not going to, um, and after not getting on the field a lot last year, even when he came back healthy and was still 
buried behind the likes of Chark and Josh Reynolds and others, he's going to get his chance this year. And I hope Brandon White and what he had to say about J-Mo is spot on and right and correct. And we see the real guy this season because that would be what this offense needs. It would be the cherry on top of what this offense has. Jared Goff is going to have time to throw this year. The offensive line is really, really good. Uh, the running back group, I think, is even better than it was a year ago. All right, The tight ends got an upgrade with Sam Laporta. Still bring everybody back, like Brock Wright. The receiving core, when Jamison is there, he's going to be good. I think he's going to learn from Marvin Jones. I like that pickup. Amon Ross St. Brown is a stud. All right. Khalif Raymond is Dan Campbell's guy. They've got, they've got good players. And so now it's just about JMO doing his thing. But what's nice to hear is that his trainer is saying, look, this guy wants to get better. He's asking for clips of other players. He he works hard. He's a good kid. He's just kind of misunderstood, quiet, and and you know, and not as vociferous as some of these others. So hopefully now we're going to see some of the fruits of the labor here. And J-Mo is going to learn from his mistakes. And week seven, he's going to come out and have a big game and a big season for Detroit. But I like this. So great job by Jeremy, Eric, Ryan, everybody at prideofdetroit.com for uh, landing this interview. It was a really good job. You can hear the interview at their website at prideofdetroit.com. All right, coming up next, training camp. Lions have announced the dates, times, everything else. We will tell you about that. Coming up next, first though, Locked On Lions brought to you today by FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Baseball season is, is in full swing. Tigers beat the Rangers last night, even though like their whole pitching staff is hurt. You want to get in on the action? Go to FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. You go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to join today. It's simple. You can bet on everything. Site is easy. The app is easy to use. It's clean. It's fresh. I love FanDuel. Don't miss your chance to swag, uh, snag, not swag, snag the no fat, uh, oh my God, I can't talk. The no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, go to FanDuel.com. See it on the screen if you're watching on Locked On uh, Lions YouTube. Slash Locked On to sign up. FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Sign up now. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, folks, you've been waiting for this. Big news. Lions announced dates for training camp. The team will have two joint practices as well that will be open to the uh, public uh, when they face the uh, New York Giants August 8th and uh, that week against the Giants, and then uh, August 16th, joint practices against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, here's how it's going to work for this season. And, of course, my uh, browser is frozen. So give me a second here so I can fix this. Do-do-do-do-do. Sorry about this. All right, here we go. Um, I should just put it on one of my other screens, but I'm stupid. All right. Uh, unlike last year, you must have a ticket to attend training camp practices. Usually you could just line up and get in. Not happening now. Down at 222 Rod Wood Drive. Tickets are free, though, and you can get them on the team's website starting July 19th at 10 a.m. Training camp, first practice, 
starts July 29th, Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m. Doors open, practice at 8.30 a.m. That is for season ticket holders only. The next day, Sunday, July 30th, open to all fans who uh, bought the free tickets. That's 7.30 a.m. Doors open with practice at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, Monday, July 31st, same thing. Open to the public, 7.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m. with practice. Um, Wednesday, August 2nd, uh, they will have a 7.30 a.m. doors open, practice at 8.30. And this is an invitation-only event for early renewals of season ticket holders. So there's four season ticket holder-only practices. July 29th, August 2nd, August 8th with the Giants, and August 16th with the Jags. There are six uh, open to the fans that get the tickets that they bought, which they're, fr well, they're free, but you have to buy, you have to get them online, like I said before, uh, at DetroitLions.com and pick them up July 19th at 10 a.m. That is July 30th, July 31st, August 3rd, Saturday, August 5th. That's a 9.30 a.m. doors open practice, 10.30. And then joint practice August 9th, the Wednesday against the Giants at 10.30. And then Thursday, August 17th against the Jags at 10.30 in the morning. To me, if I was uh, a Lions fan, August 9th, joint practice Giants, and August 17th, joint practice Jags, I would be on that website, July 19th at DetroitLions.com and getting ready to uh, get the, snag those tickets because the joint practices are where it's at. The joint practices are actually better than the, the preseason games. So again, 10 dates for the fans, six of them open to everybody, four open to exclusively Detroit Alliance season ticket holders. But first practice is Saturday morning, July 29th. Training camp is like a month and two days away. Can you believe this? Cannot wait. So very, very exciting. Love the joint practices with the Lions uh, and the Jaguars. Uh, if you want more information about parking uh, and all that stuff, go to the Lions website at DetroitLions.com. They announced it today. So here we go. We're getting closer. Thank goodness, because I am ready for football. God bless Major League Baseball. God bless all these other sports. USFL, hey, Michigan Panthers, whatever. Uh, Lions is just, this town is going nuts. And I don't blame them. I don't blame. So it's very, very exciting. And I cannot wait. So get those tickets by and uh, check out more information at DetroitLions.com. All right, coming up next, I got to talk about the draft. All these other drafts and all these other sports don't get it. They don't do what the NFL does in so many different levels. One level we watched take place last Thursday in Brooklyn with the NBA draft, something that the NFL does that the NBA is just getting destroyed by the NFL on. We'll talk about that coming up next right here on Locked On Lions. Some may argue that baseball is America's pastime. People will talk about the popularity of the NBA, and the NBA is popular, but nothing beats the National Football League and the 18 weeks of just pure madness and everything else. And we saw something take place last week with the NBA draft that just reminds us once again why the NFL is king. And that is the following. When there's a draft day trade made in the NFL draft, what happens? 
Roger Goodell or the folks on ESPN or the folks on the NFL Network, what do they do? They announce the trade. The Lions have traded with the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions are on the clock. Detroit is sending this, this, and this, and the Lions are uh, the Vikings are sending this, this, and that, and the Lions are on the clock, and the logo changes on the screen. It says Minnesota's on the clock. All of a sudden, logo switches to Bubbles the Lion. And the Detroit Lions pick, and the Detroit Lions take Jamison Williams, and everybody at home, whether and I don't care if you're on Twitter or not, everybody knows Jamison Williams is going to Detroit. That's how it works. It happens in the first round, second round, third round, every round. There's a trade made. They announce it. Last Thursday's NBA draft was an utter mess. Why? They wouldn't announce the trades. The trades came later. Some trades didn't even get announced until days after. So Jamison Williams, when he got traded, or when he got drafted by the Lions, put a Lions hat on. He knew he was going to Detroit. He knew he was coming over to 222, baby. Okay. The other night, watching the NBA draft. Hold on. I got to fix this. The other night, going to the NBA draft, watching the NBA draft. You don't know who's going where. It was a complete joke. Bilal Koulibaly gets drafted number seven by uh, Indiana. Awesome. Pacer fans are probably watching this going, who's that? Why didn't we take Jairus Walker? Oh, well, wait a minute. Here comes Woj with a Woj bomb. No, no, no. See, the Wizards are going to take Jairus Walker here at number eight. But they're going to trade him to number seven to Indiana. So Jairus Walker is going to get announced. This is Adrian Wojnarowski saying this on ESPN. So they say, so then Adam Silver, the commissioner, who I can't believe hasn't fixed this yet, gets on the podium, announces that Walker is being drafted by Washington. He puts the Washington hat on on the biggest night of his life. They're taking pictures. He's standing next to the commissioner on the stage in a Washington hat. He'll never play for, I won't say that. He's not going to play for Washington. He's going to Indiana. A trade was made. Why can't you just announce that? Why can't you just put the hat on him properly at the beginning? It happened all night. Second round, it was like, Cleveland's drafting here from Golden State through Milwaukee via Portland. Player gets announced. I have no flipping idea where he's going. None. I waited all night to watch Trace Jackson Davis get picked. I like Trace Jackson Davis. I'm an Indiana fan. My son goes there. Second to last pick of the second round. Here come the Wizards. They take Trace Jackson Davis. I'm half as half asleep. The volume's turned down because my wife's asleep. I'm in bed watching. I then have to go to Twitter to learn that really that's Golden State picking for Washington. <laughs> I don't know where the players are going. The NFL gets it right. The NBA feels like we've got to wait and approve trades. And then when we announce the approval later or even the next day, then we'll make it official. NFL approves trades like this in two seconds on draft night. Why can't the NBA figure this out? Again, it's it's a stain on the sport. It's a poor job. You're watching a television show that you have no idea who these young men being drafted by. You have no idea where they're playing. None. 
You don't know what team's doing what. Celtic fans in the second round were freaking out. When are we picking? Is this us? Is this Milwaukee? Is this New Orleans? They're clueless. You're clueless. Everybody's clueless. And the league's allowing it. And then players, even in the second round, they're in the stands, are coming on and putting hats on, again, of teams they're never going to play for. But the NFL, they make the, the trades are done, and they're done in two seconds, and they're immediately announced so that you know that your team's on the clock and you know who your team is picking or the player that you might be following, where they're going. What a novel concept. NFL is not perfect. They make their share of mistakes, whether it's some rule changes or replay or something not being reviewed, or uh, I, I think roughing the passer is an absolute mockery now in the league. But when it comes to the draft, NFL does it right, man. And the NBA has got some work to do to fix it so that we know where these players are going. Just my two cents today. Want to agree or disagree? Hit me up on Twitter at Dairy Speaks. Put the comments in on the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Tomorrow on this very program, Peter Bukowski, the host of the Locked on Packers podcast. Let's find out what's going on up in Ashwaubenon, Wisconsin with the Green Bay Packers. All of that coming up tomorrow right here on Locked on Lions. See ya.